0: Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box contains completely immature material and vulgarity that would result in making your mother blush. If there are children in the room, you have about 30 seconds to get them to leave before you have to explain adult situations and words to them. If after listening to Raiders, you feel remorse or sorrow, just give it a while. It'll go away. Continue listening at your own risk. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box.
1: Hey everybody, this is Christopher Reeves. You're listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. It's
2: like, if y'all want a podcast, here's a smodcast.
3: Got my boy Scott Moe in the... And it's just, it's amazing. Right. I- um, um, excuse me again. You all do know that there's cameras in here and he point at them both. And he was the one that... Like, got this look, mortified look, knowing that. Holy <laughs> <laughs> crap. Because the way he said, Do you know that there's cameras here implying that we've you know, just you've saw been you in thought. here for a little bit? <laughs>
0: And uh, what okay. would have be been great is if you had taken Jeremy and to the same place and put him in the same position. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that you were kinda right here? Like like Jeremy, what do you think? you think that's not right? Yeah, that's not right too. <laughs> like,
3: what do you guys think? Was this it? it, was it was interesting fishing trip. Go ahead. Was she hot? Um, yeah, she was, was young she,
1: though. What would uh, that, that was I, the I didn't ask I was, that. she
3: was cute. She was cute, not hot. Cute. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so how old do you if you had to guess? On both of (laughs) them. 16. Both of them 16? Yeah, I think so. He just mouthed 13. You can see that. He's holding us seven fingers. (laughs) He's not a very good counter. (laughs) He's got a real counting deficiency.
2: Dark tutelage will not see much play in Standard.
0: Okay.
2: There was a certain fella who uh, would impress us with his skills of um, urination. Basically, he can, uh, we used to, like, measure, like, 20, 25 feet, he would, he would put that stream out there, Seriously? like, wow. maybe not, that might be exaggerating, I don't remember, it was like, impressive.
0: I'm lucky to get sick if I'm pushing, I feel like I'm gonna poop when I do. I'm telling you, it was so
2: impressive, <laughs> like, it was, like, the, the center focal point attracting of the party and whatnot so, like, together. Yeah, and... I promote to the to killing them. of elves. She was the fat girl that was just down for whatever. Oh, <laughs> <geez. That hurts. laughs>
3: saying that's the problem. You're like, yes, that's like Aren't you excited? I love True
2: Blood <laughs> and all that stuff. Oh, all right. and welcome to episode blood.
0: 21 yeah. of Raiders yeah. of Terry's Puzzle Box. This week we're going to be brought to you by rubber-used condoms and things like that.
2: Cheap rubber condoms now for sale. Only for Raiders of Terry's Puzzle Box. Do you know
3: that Newkirk has a dildo factory? I'm not bullshitting you. A small town Are 15 miles away. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 15 miles away. I, I call <laughs> factory. Plastic dildos, or rubber, whatever. <laughs> that's where they use various molds of plastics. <laughs> How do you
0: know this, and where is it? That,
3: that's in Newkirk. Jeremy told me that. I grew My up brother there on graduate. It's so Jeremy <laughs>
1: can't lie, he only <laughs> tells the truth. He really doesn't. It, <laughs> <isn't this dildo laughs> it was right before he they called. He just like makes some dildos. Do you, you know that restaurant?
3: Smith um, Country? No, the... Pizza place That used to be Smith. Domino's Oh No but in It's like God, Mama God There's a building On the other side Of the tracks And they make Dildos
0: we're I'm not buying it I want to go look in their trash can to see the messed up ones <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to make improvements I you need 100%, 100% words, to Mexico. I'll let you know next week if this is verified it's like a triple head builder. like what do you do with the third one <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's just like when like a beer company
2: produces a batch of beer that doesn't quite get make the FDA approval they ship it to Mexico they sell it
0: there as Corona <laughs> yes as corona. And then we buy it at twice the price well, that's right and add they ship delicious. it back to us so that's a high point, point for everybody beer. I love commerce Absolutely <laughs> Yay um, for diphtheria Welcome to Raiders <laughs> of Tavarius Puzzle Box I'm Josh
2: Hi I'm Sam I'm Grape Flavored And with us tonight again
3: Tim And
2: Matt
0: Yes of course <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find us? Oh. You can find us at uh, Yahoo.com Raiders of Tavarius Puzzle Box At Yahoo.com Facebook Twitter Raiders of TPB
2: And of course on iTunes iTunes Clarence hey. we miss you Hi, Larry. I, I don't know uh, I, miss <laughs> I I him. I he doesn't answer the phone every day when I call him. I call I call the dude every day I always have and and since he's been gone he hasn't answered. But like unless it's late at night or something it's
3: But could you imagine the podcast after the I'm Cowboys rushed. after the Cowboys? I he would be to here to if the Cowboys him, like, were playing.
0: Expected. Anyway. <laughs> What's the most entertaining thing you guys saw on television?
2: Before oh, we get into this, because whatever. this topic, Clarence, uh, I did one time I did talk to him this week. He was very excited, very happy with MTG from the View of a Child, a new podcast on the MTG Cast Network. It's only a 14 minute long first episode. Everybody check it out. It's wonderful. It's called it, what? Uh, MTG from the View of a Child. Child okay. from the View of a Child. That really. What child? Have you checked it out? Yeah. yeah, of course. And. And it was like information-packed, and it was magic from the view of a child. It okay. was very Clarence Sheerish and that's why I've got to give the shout-out here for him since he can't be with us. Okay. Because I know he would. Cool. With his attacking for game asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, moving on. Um, what's entertainment this week? Who are we shooting? Who are we starting off you, man. with? Okay. Are uh, you rolling? Uh. <laughs> we did roll for a while Whatever happened to that We just put the dice to the <laughs> side And kind of forgot about it Well we're not consistent at all Do you realize Like I, I've noticed Listening to past episodes It's always like Hey we'll just talk about that later Next time We never do no, d- we don't. D- don't, get, don't look forward to it Don't, don't mark That's it in awesome. your RSS Thinking like v- <laughs> I'm looking forward to that Because it's Some not going to happen well, Unless you get lucky We'll see uh, Okay well for entertainment for me this week, I've got to say that i got to take this opportunity to point out this week I didn't really watch much television uh, or anything, really. I watched the new MTGO of Academy videos and everything, but what I did do a lot of this week was Hero Clicks. whole lot of Hero, <coughs> hero Clicks. That new set released, The Web of Spider-Man released on the 8th, and I barely made it to the pre-release party Well, I kind of just went to see what was going on, and then they twisted my arm and beat me up and made me play. And... Uh, so we were very excited and uh, everyone here very awesome play. Seven. Yeah. There's very a lot awesome. of good pieces and they filled that a lot. And I know uh, so I got the I played at that and then I played Josh two nights of this week and then last night we got to play with Tim and Josh and
3: It was epic and brawl.
2: Patrick and it was kind of epic. We did a thousand point teams and I used four characters. <laughs> 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 and, well I did use seventy five points worth of feats, but whatever.
3: Yeah, which was totally homo, because these feats were... Sounds kind of douchey. ...can't man. be outwitted. We're yeah, all I, three used three, of this I used
1: 340
2: feats.
0: There should be,
3: you can't duplicate
0: feats. why did the game end, Tim? Huh? Last night, why did the game end? how did the game end? Sam lost his last character. I, he was oh, last oh yeah. All four of my right. characters. Douchey as I, it was, he lost. That's true. <laughs> I had taken out my fan. And Josh people.
2: dominated
3: by, like... <clears throat> What you finish, eighteen hundred points? Josh held back with a
2: couple real powerful pieces. Did and Deadpool did he even do anything for you? I don't remember. He didn't. It wasn't a, a hold back, we had to you. fight Loki so much. He would have taken a shit ton of damages. Have you read his trait where he, like if he takes damage you roll a six sided yes. dice instead and It's fun. He like he ne- he negotiates the damage. It's such, a good, it's it's such great. a good piece in
1: my opinion. Maybe a little over costed, but I wish I had it. No way. I, I only bought one brick so far. Yeah.
2: So but we got hit with our first.
1: Brick. I I must here's say I, I enjoy the set mechanically and all that. The uh, sculpt's are a little lacking. Sorry it's both sorry it out there. Set them set next to the hammer floor pieces and you you can tell. You felt like it maybe it was rushed. I think it definitely well, was. You but I'm not saying that that's bad because I mean we got a new product out. Absolutely. Quick. Well, here's what I want to say figures.
0: is that I actually know that they had. Um, Hammer Thor was the last set sculpted before WizKids went under. And they had it completely sculpted, but they weren't going to release it because they went under. And then Nika bought it and uh, they realized they were going to put out some new sets, so the first set they had... or Brave and the Bold was the last sculpt they had set. Yeah, the, the Brave and the Bold and they also had... Which was the, an uh, also good sculpt.
2: <coughs> uh, Thor's Mighty Chariot. And they were also working on a Batmobile
0: which they have promised to come out before the end well, of 2010. Essentially what I was trying to get at is this, Anyways, is, yes. this is the first set since Nika took over that's been sculpted by Nika employees. So, Nika, so. for
3: everyone yeah. that's a little lagging, there's one that's really cool. The point the is, is we're
0: getting the shut down. we're still getting hero clicks, we still get to play the game. Yep. Regardless of like they're still promising games. two to three sets a year, so Yeah, and that's fine. Though. Yeah, that, that's that's enough, that. dude. There's a lot of
2: pieces out there already that we don't have. We don't need more. <laughs> so that's what I did. A lot of hero clicks. I've really enjoyed it. And since it's kind of like an off time for magic anyways, like Night rotation, spoiler season, so like there's yeah, we no. We're at the
0: end of the PTQ season going into the Pro Tour. Well um, the PTQ uh, season's about to kick off again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like there's no PTQs. The pro the Pro Tour Four just went off and we're just we're at a really kind of a standstill until October first. So hero clicks it is. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we 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 haven't played Magic but we should this week sometime. Yeah, totally. I wanted to today but ended up working.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. Oh uh but moving on. Matt, what entertained you this week? <coughs> Okay. Um, you guys were all pointing at Matt. I looked at Tim, and you guys all pointed at Matt. So well,
1: I don't I watch a lot of TV or anything. What I did do is I went to my bookshelf, and I du- I'm, a, I'm a Marvel guy, you know. I dusted off the old uh, Dark Knight Returns, though. Frank Miller, mm-hmm. Batman, mm-hmm. yeah, freaking amazing. I haven't read that. If you haven't read, go isn't he it. an old man in it? Yeah, he comes Guess. back. He went into retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he decides now's the time to come back and. Two-Face comes back And the government's Against him And the police Are against him And it's just An amazing story I I, I I want to say One of the top ten reads But I don't know That may not be true for, for me, as far as DC goes, I'm going to say it's definitely okay, top Okay, I'll say that. Isn't
3: that when? but they credit that for making Batman more dark, because yeah, it was coming out of the 70s TV. Well, not
0: that he wasn't dark before, just that, yeah. Because they kind of blew him up the, on
3: the TV scene, and everybody's a little Return Batman to the soul. gritty
0: mm-hmm. type Down Batman. The, the Batman television show was so popular that that's what the uh, comic book evolved into eventually.
1: It just started. And then Frank Miller came home and said, Did they kill the first anything. Robin And then we all do what was up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great read. If you like Batman, if you like comic books in general, just check it out. It's bo- amazing. I'm going to let Sam borrow it so that <laughs> it doesn't make me sad that he hasn't read it anymore.
2: I haven't read a lot of Frank Miller. Like, very, very little Frank
0: Miller have I read. Hmm. Let's throw that strange. out there. What about Alan Moore? Read any Alan I've Moore? read a shit ton of Alan Moore. I'm trying to think who else is big. He did a he did a read a Captain America. How, how much Neil Gaiman have you read? Uh, just the bit, yeah,
2: uh,
3: actually. Did you run read the whole Green Arrow, Kevin Smith? Yeah,
0: Alan? yeah, I read that. Uh, I, th- sure. I figure you've seen. Like, I've read all about all the new stuff, but Frank Miller was a little before his time. It's a little sensation. before but I a class read it, seriously. Yeah, it's like yeah I read it. I mean, okay. We've all three read it. As-
2: Alright, so we'll, we'll read that and give you a review later. Okay, There you go.
0: <laughs> or I will. I'll let you guys know what I thought. Well, the most entertaining thing I did this week was run to the ER this evening with, <laughs> with my three-year-old, <laughs> who was helping me take out the trash, and he's a big old helper, and he ran over, and there was a wild mushroom growing in our yard, and popped it in his mouth, and ate it. He didn't run inside so to get rich dressing or anything? You would think so, right? Yeah. Lily <laughs> Leo.
3: And he probably didn't even freak or anything. No, just he
0: like, yeah. Like, he's, he chewed it, and like he. I turned around to see him chewing, and that's when I yelled at him. I freaked him out. And he started crying. <laughs> yeah. It probably didn't taste very good. No. And actually, we asked him, you know, why did you eat it? Was it good? And like, I don't know. Because like, I haven't eaten one. I don't know if it's good. So, it's, you know, it's kind of a wanted to ask him about that too I've always wanted to try it. does he like <laughs> mushrooms Like usually <laughs> like the, they're always in the yard they grow right. in circles they <laughs> look so
2: delicious <laughs> <laughs> does he eat mushrooms like normally oh like, yeah he loves, loves and loves mushrooms okay so there you go that yeah, so he po- that's the up, problem
0: took a bite out of it we, in the, we call poison control and they're like well Oklahoma is one of the highest regions for toxic and poisonous mushrooms <laughs> so regardless of how you describe it or what it might be you should go to the ER <laughs> so like fuck uh, so yeah, we go to the ER and we go away we'll for about a couple minutes. We're taken into the uh, the anteroom or whatever where they do the interview, <coughs> and they're like, "Liam, why did you eat that mushroom?" And it's like, "Cause I was hungry." <laughs> and it's true. We were getting we were making dinner. Inside <laughs> So but it just comes off Like wow What bad parents you are <laughs> You have a mushroom Growing in your yard Right The guy The little The kid is so skinny So really Like maybe, Like DHS We have a case for you <laughs> right? uh, So anyway Turns out He's fine He drank a whole cup Of activated charcoal Which made him Have like black lipstick And black tongue And he really dug that Yeah he probably it's gonna have nice. A nasty television. Tell him it was Um uh, they think they're like 90 something percent sure that it's not non toxic or non poisonous, and we just gotta watch him throughout the night. So when I get home, I'll we'll probably have to wake him up, check on him. Make, make sure, sure he's not dead. That's not nice. I know. It's wow. not. Oh, I, I didn't no. know. It's not, we, we, we go, we go over the, the line, line a lot. Like that's not very same. nice. Sorry. Sorry. That's your I, I, I,
2: I know, and I love the shit out of that
0: kid. I'm sorry. He st- really says whatever he thinks that. <laughs> no, me, That's no. what you <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I gotta. and then if he, in the morning he's fine, then he's fine. Um, Tim? Well, um, football, football, football. See, I figured you'd go there, so I wanted to stay. That's
3: right, and this this was the week for everything great, because yeah, um, the NFL kicked off on Thursday night. It did. Which was really bad, because oh. the Saints won, and that was a bad call on the catch against Minnesota. It
0: just was an enjoyable watchable, watchable game, you know. <laughs> It built up for it. it. was massive. Right, and
3: then it was like, oh, wow, they're trashy. They were just playing horrible. Horrible football. And then, but I guess everybody who was. Adrian Peters were in the ball. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Next game on the weekend, I watched Saturday. I got to catch OU, their highlights of all that. And we looked horrible week one. Big OU fan here in Oklahoma. And uh, we blew Florida State away. But the big thing was that Virginia. I'm
0: edit out away. Tim
3: blew the entire team We blew Florida State Wait a minute Uh, (laughs) He put on safety goggles and went to town (laughs) But I'm getting the pros here in a second But the big thing to watch in college football A lot of people don't watch it But this week James Madison Beat Virginia Tech And Virginia Tech was ranked like 17 James Madison is division 1A We could edit that pretty good too (laughs) He's football talk. and he's talking about tight ends and... You know. Thank you for saying that. I like a man. double tight end set. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean.
4: Going, <laughs> James Madison
3: beat... Oh, man. They beat Virginia Tech. That was a crazy. Blowout. But going to pros. Um, Colt's say, lost.
0: Say something about balls. <laughs> Lots of
3: footballs. <laughs> Lots of footballs. Would
0: you say that maybe when they... James Madison beat Virginia Tech, that they uh, rubbed them out? Would you say that they rubbed them out? (laughs) (laughs) Would say that, please? They they
3: rubbed them out. I don't know if that'll work. It won't won't sound (laughs) right in context.
0: It doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) What was the other NFL upset, though? Oh, my Niners. There was three. There was three. Seattle stomped us. Seattle.
0: I got 49ers. We're 49ers fans. Uh, Seattle stomped us And uh, Indianapolis got beat by Houston Which isn't a huge upset But it's an upset And then Dallas Dallas lost to Washington On Sunday night
3: And I agree with the guy on um, Yahoo Sorry Detroit fans out there You guys can't win even when you do Something will happen to keep you from winning the game That was a great catch by Calvin. It was a great catch by him And the referee said it was not a catch So Yeah Irritated. Go figure that Especially
0: out. Especially when he's on your fantasy team, <laughs> a uh, you
3: know, he caught it with two hands, put two feet down, then stretched
0: out with one hand to watch it, and you're like,
3: okay. That's Even good.
0: that, his elbows hits it. It's still the laces aren't moving. It's still in his hand.
3: He's in the end zone. It's over. Once he flips two feet over, in end zone, it's
0: The down. only time the ball actually comes out is after it hits the ground, which Correct. just confuses the shit out of me. Anyway, uh,
2: yeah. when you watch on watch more football, I actually
0: saw this
3: Baltimore won Pretty cool tonight, and the Chiefs will probably get stomped.
0: Don't so. say that. I'd really like that upset. I would too, Jeez, but I just don't. Die That'd be fun. Anyway, uh, so that's what Centertain does this week. We're gonna move into the movie called The Abyss. The Abyss, and, and I think Tim yes. needs to tell everybody that watched it along with us. Someday. Set it up. All right, The Abyss uh, is a nineteen. Well, first of all, I want you to apologize for our listeners for making them watch it. Two and a half <laughs> hours? hours. It man. is long, but.
1: It's good. The first hour is It really is, real is good. It Isn't it? It its
0: very good. I just kept waiting for Lawrence of Arabia to come out. Like, man, yeah, why is this movie so long? I was long? about
1: to watch it earlier. I sent a friend a text message. Yeah, I'm about to watch this movie. See oh my god, it's three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched, you know, you I watched,
3: watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> more action than that. The, you've oh, I don't know about that. Three settings is what it took for the abyss. What else would you have watched? <laughs> for I'm three
0: hours? So. Oh, Braveheart. I watched Braveheart.
3: Braveheart's really cool.
0: What other, three hour what other big uh, movies would you guys watch? Gladiator. Gladiator. Gladiator.
3: But that's slow in the middle too. But it's really cool. good. Well, <laughs> that's the same thing. The abyss does that to you. It'll be moments where you kind of can get up and get a soda, and you probably didn't miss much because it was three hours long until you get <laughs> to the real end.
0: So. Yeah. But I mean, all right, let me set it I'm up. Trying to think of another long movie that I'd sit through again. But. Can't about the Abyss is a
3: nineteen eighty nine American science fiction film written and directed by James, James, James Cameron. Cameron. Oh, it's me. Like, yeah. I was gonna say that, totally. Whoa. It stars Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio <laughs> and Incredibly young Ed Harris. And Michael Bain. The original musical score was composed by Alan Silvestri. Man. That's really good speaking, in it? It was released on August 9th, 1989 in North America. Yeah. Well, if you want a quick...
0: It, it was a under underwater scenes. There was a lot of filming. There's okay, well, let's just jump into it. Uh, first thing off the bat, the alien swings by. I watched the special edition, you guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, special yeah. Edition? All um, special
1: edition, yes. Okay,
0: so make sure... On I actually edition. had troubles finding the original theatrical edition. I did find it, but... Yeah. Anyway, so the alien swings by But we don't know it's an alien, it's a blue light Power goes out and uh, Oh, it starts out there in a the submarine actually. an American so it's nuclear it's sub And this is at the yeah. end of the Cold War And um, power goes out When power comes back on, the alien flies by At 130 knots, which they say is humanly impossible And uh, when light's come back on They're going headfirst into a, a cliff or whatever Good what, what what did they call the cravus? I don't remember. What was it I don't called? Remember.
2: And they were coming upon like this uh, huge cravus and in in, in, like in the middle of the water and everything, and and went in the ocean and the water, the water, and uh, so when they come to, there's like these rocks and they smash right into them. And there's nothing they do per minute so it tears up their hole and everything. So they go down, and they fall down into this trench, and so like the and, and on board this sub, it's a nuclear sub. They have what was it, twenty four nuclear warheads? Sounds yeah. like more than that yeah, like it was like, yeah, it was like 24 warheads but it it each was a, one contained well, what, each was the, what was the missiles was but it
0: was like each one contained I so many warheads
1: a, a Hiroshima in a can or something like they, that no no they said it was like 500 one times, of them Hiroshima. Was like five times Hiroshima like 5 times Hiroshima or something like right. that just so what was that.
0: the little thing that, there was a quote there that I liked something something in a can I don't know if you guys don't remember yeah, it's
1: Wiener in a can is it? okay World <laughs> War
0: 3 in a can that's what it is it World was, War 3 in a
1: can totally
2: was uh, that's what they refer to the sub when they're going after it. So uh, all this. Uh, so what they do? They they get they contract these uh, oil riggers that have this ship that's hooked down to this. Well, sub- why do they do that? Because they have a lots of experience uh, with finding crap underwater, yeah, and they're fully a, equipped to do so, hurricane so hurricane and they're nearby. Hurricane Freddy. They're coming. already underwater. Well, yeah,
1: Turkey. is well, Russia's there. coming too. They can get there quicker than anybody else, so and there's two Russian subs. And, subs. and they're the best drillers. They were, aren't they? Like, yeah. And at this point, in the movie, I can't help but drawing parallels to Armageddon. Right.
0: As we're talking, I'm like, wait a <laughs> <laughs> Even though it
3: came
2: out first, <laughs> right. I'd, there's two Seen Russian subs in the vicinity, and they don't necessarily know what's going on, but they might see that there's activity and whatnot and be drawn towards it, so they know they gotta act quick.
0: Alright, so above the uh, oil place, or in the, in the oil rig, is working at Harris, who's our lead guy, and uh, a couple of the uh, supporting characters. It's it's good flavor on the supporting characters, and there's even a little mouse. I like the mouse. Anybody remember the mouse's name? I don't remember. I don't remember it was the, a girl. No,
3: but it's the guy who has the suit, right? Yeah, uh, hippie.
0: Hippie had the mouse. Yeah, hippie had the mouse. He <laughs> kissed
2: it a lot. It was kind of disturbing. I also disturbing. noticed, you know,
0: that you have Marines joining normal people to fight something that's really weird, which is also from aliens. It, well, but... And it's also from Avatar.
3: But it's the fact that they're not actually doing physical combat. They need to, they're they trying to prevent a war. So, is what soldiers do anyway, right? Because the Russians come, if a nuke blows up, holy cow... Or they get a hold of our technology, or whatever this crazy thing is Spoken that nobody like, knows what it is.
0: Spoken like a true bureaucrat. Huh. Bureaucrat. So the meat and potatoes of it, um, they die down to get the uh, nuclear warheads and check for survivors. Find out there is none, and yeah, go ahead and take over. <laughs> <laughs> what? They put find? the suit on?
3: Huh? What did they find? I'm sorry. I was trying to oh, sure in, no. The best, when he puts the suit on. And he has to breathe in the water. Well, you're jumping way ahead.
1: That's like... You're ahead, man. What, what are, are you, the you end?
3: thinking? Well, I want to be at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: long-ass movie, so it's not like... Not, we don't want to, like, really tread here. But basically, they have these little underwater go-bots, is what I was like, when I look really at them. Yeah, they really have these in the real life, sure, but they're little, like, submersers, little, like, single-man submersers. Yeah.
0: it <clears throat> has a hook and a camera and a light and bullshit yeah. like that.
2: So they take these down, and they have scuba divers, divers launch on, and they go find the sub, and they find that there's, they, they wear the little, what is it, the radi- radiation reader's called? I figured you might know. Tachometers.
3: tachometers. I think they're tachometers. That's
1: okay. That's what you call them. They go. But
2: they read radiation, yeah. so, like, they know, see if, like, there's been a breach in any of the warhead teams. The Marines go one way, and then, like, the uh, people na- from. Navy seals. Uh, Navy seals. Navy absolutely, because they're underwater, so that makes more they sense. They are. Michael Bean. <clears throat> So they go it's one way, and, and the people from the rig go the other way, and everything, and they all split up trying to locate every and like you know, go and look, make sure there's
0: no survivors everywhere. Only on the, the seals were instructed to find the warhead. It was it was first, really, for priority one, and then they weren't giving the every they were giving all the information <clears throat> and so, everything. Yeah,
1: there's devious government work a, a foul.
0: Uh, uh, the hurricanes coming well in. Oh yeah, they everything.
1: have to destroy them or the, recover. The big part in the story when they all first arrive, and they're talking about the. uh Post, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, pressurization sickness or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. oh, we all have, we're all good. One of twenty good. People. turns out that the, the Navy SEALs leader actually does have it. He's like the leader. leader. Yeah, there is. Were it like, crazy. He was the These leader. These guys check out. These guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> check, <laughs> out. These guys check out. Coffee he was, he? Whatever. Coffee yes, was coffee. the coffee. coffee was the leader. Lieutenant
3: Hiram Coffee.
0: Yep.
1: There you go. But that—that's a big part in the story,
0: like the pressure sickness. Yes. Yeah, and it can make you be mentally
1: unstable. unstable. Very unstable. Yeah. Going so from
0: like no pressure to lots of pressure very suddenly can make bad people. So they go down to the Marines go down and when they come out, um, all this is mentioned and he goes to coffee in the corner and his hand is shaking, which is the first sign of the mental unstableness. <coughs> it's setting up ship for later. Right. Um, so after they recover the uh, the nuke and no survivors from. The the submarine. Oh. And so they all go back because they're on a timeline and everything. They realize, okay,
2: all the nukes are in place. There's no survivors. Um, Okay, well, well, more importantly right here is when they get to see the alien for the first time. They're on board the submarine. And uh, what was his name? Bruiser, Beater, uh, Rocket. (laughs) What the hell? They had a really fun name for the guy. Bruiser Beater Rocket. I like (laughs) it. That's what we're (laughs) going (laughs) to call him. He he had, a, he had a nickname or whatever they all called him. He all uh, starts, like, panicking and whatnot because he's seeing the dead bodies and everything. It's not something he's used to. Huge plot
0: thing we forgot. Uh, down with the Marines is also um, Ed Harris' his wife. His name is Bud. His character's name is Bud. Her name is... Um, Lindsay. Lindsay.
3: Dr. Brigham. Because yep. he's Brigham too and, uh, Brigham. Well not
0: ex-wife but soon to be ex-wife like, Divorce papers are filed but it's not final But he won't take his he ring off There's yeah, even okay. a little scene where he uh, throws he it in he the gets pissed off and throws it in the toilet You see the toilet and it never pans okay. away Soon enough the door opens and he comes back in Reaches down in there grabs it you Which
2: there's a really good reason he did that Because it saves his life later on <laughs> Absolutely Um, I don't want to well, go too he much farther it, We've given pretty much the premise of the movie Basically, the aliens come and fuck with them, yeah. and then they have to like, like, oh,
3: what's going on here? But so they weren't. They, were, they were. They were more observing them. It wasn't. Well, well who was observing
2: who, who, who Tim? Wasn't I the, think that was ultimately the question in the movie. We had presented. no idea what
3: we were observing. Were we, They've were, were, observing were, were we us for it? a long time.
0: We well, don't don't talked f- about that part. You want to talk about now? It's yeah. Just like, what was your most memorable part of the movie? It's Tim? when
3: he puts his suit on and he has to breathe it in, and he's like, it's like being back in your mother's womb. Just sucking it in, and he's fighting it, and, fighting it and he. And he doesn't want to breathe it in.
2: When the Navy SEALs come aboard, they they have this like new technology. It's it's aqua aquanized liquid, aqua, liquid liquid oxygen is what liquid it is. oxygen aquanized liquid. I can't remember, <laughs> remember what they called it. Uh, I tried to, but it didn't work. Uh, but basically, it's 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 an anti-pressure underwater mechanism where you like fill your your lungs full of liquid and that. that still provides you oxygen where you can breathe, where well, you're basically breathing water. But if you have that in your lungs, you're not affected by the high pressures of going really deep underwater. So this is in the so play though, later. What
0: was
3: your favorite part? It is when he puts the suit on and he has to go down. Well, then he's going down the trench, and that's my favorite when... By himself. Yeah, and he's right. And all, it's so quiet. All he can do is tight back. Yeah. He can't make any noise. It's so dark. You got he, water in your lungs. He can't make it back up. there's a point, suit. so he's going down. You got a massive erection. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you gonna do? <laughs> eventually, you're no. gonna feel like a can being squeezed. Though, I mean, literally,
0: you're gonna ready to talk about something. Well, you're not affected um, by the pressure. That's the whole thing about I it. About I mean, you're I gonna. Think. There's a certain amount of <laughs> oxygen. You're still affected by it. the pressure. You're still
2: affected, but but it's like not nearly like You're only a fraction of the amount that you would be normally because of this. New technology in 1989.
0: I really think my favorite part is the scene before that, where one of the little submarines crashes, and it's uh, Bud and his wife Lindsay that are in it. They were going after I won't. I mean, you watch the movie, and uh, you son of a bitch. The thing, the thing floods. Is this yours too? Maybe, maybe. And they only have one wetsuit, and the fastest way that you know, the only way really that they're not both going to die, is if uh, you know he puts on the helmet and he drags her. 10 to 15 minutes up into the submarine and tries to revive her because, you know, after 10 or 15 minutes she's going to be dead. She she understands this is actually her idea because he's the better swimmer. So, <clears throat> reluctantly, he does. and The great thing about it is the water is right below freezing so it should maintain her body temperature at a low temperature so that she can be revived. And, uh, I don't know, help me out here. I had to use a defibrillator. Uh, right, right. So, yeah, so he the the sub fills up and he has to sit there and watch her drown right in front of him before he even gets started because he can't go
3: because the pressure is pushing you back
0: in the hole right so so he ties a rope around her waist and puts her over his shoulder and does like this paddle with one arm and for ten or fifteen minutes underneath water she's dead just cold and dead they get her back up on to the the moon
4: pool.
2: I really like the bars that are doing this, and then he was swim past Leonardo DiCaprio, still falling from the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of floated down past, and they kept going. Go on, them. And then that little weird thing hit him. Yeah. Like, who's that? No maybe. No, could it
0: be. Go on. Um. Uh, gets her up, and they uh, they put all some warm sh- shit on her and try to get her all warm. And they give her a shot of adrenaline, and they're doing CPR. Nothing's working, so they bring up the uh, defibrillator, like Tim said. They do it on three different settings, each to no response at all. Boobies, yeah.
2: And this this is my favorite part of the movie. Everything that Josh said, and you get to see her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's like it's like the uh, the uh, icing what? on
0: the cake. No <laughs> cherry on the. Oh my god, <laughs> so the it's climax! It's mouth. like the whole <laughs> movie's leading up this point. <laughs> Bam, we hit it, and then rest is resolution from there on. <laughs> Not at all, really, but you know. So, yeah, for at the three settings on season of football later. I have to make up for Clarence. They pull here. Bud off of her. They pull Bud off of her and say, Bud, she's gone, she's gone. And they sit there for probably almost a solid minute. And then the rat climbs in her bowl and suddenly oh. she's alive again. <laughs> Plays her like a puppet. <laughs> but they don't know this. She's like, watch, I can make her throw a ball. <laughs> and cook soup. After about a full minute of sitting around her with no response to her, uh, Bud kind of freaks out and keeps going. Yeah, keeps going.
3: He's like, "Screw it! I
0: got nothing. If I lose her, I lose everything." Anyway. Yeah, there's like, you know, I I don't want to sit here and regret it for the rest of my life that I do mm-hmm. not try harder. Um. So he does it. No CPR, has no response. He, and then, in the heat of the moment, he looks over at the uh, lady running to the defibrillator and yells at her one more time, and so shocks her. Nothing. Still nothing. She jolts. That's it. And he freaks out and starts yelling at her. And says, you know, you've never backed away from anything in your life. You start fighting now. You start fighting now. Slapping, he starts slapping her. Slapping her across the face. This dead body. This dead blue cold body. And uh, I think he does one more breath of air into her mouth to mouth. And that's when she comes back. The it was very it was last it. minute. This is an intense scene.
3: I really thought like yeah wow, I and that gets you like halfway through the movie. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing this movie <laughs> half, three quarters.
2: I remember seeing this movie Wait. when Josh and I were very young, but I didn't really remember a lot of specifics about it. So at this moment I really didn't know if she was coming back or not. I was really like did she die? I don't remember. She might actually be dead. Well shit. Huh. No wonder everyone liked this movie. She dies, that's
0: cool. And then yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. But wouldn't give up. You think James Cameron was writing it and right when he got to that part, he was like Yes joking. Takes a six sided dice, like Buzzer dies. <laughs> <guys. laughs> One, two, three, and she dies, four, five, well, six. Well he did it right
3: if you're gonna come if you're gonna let somebody It was all it was all about. She that. didn't just come back alive, it was it wasn't like when like, Oh wow, they just come back alive. Ain't that so nice? I think he really probably studied what being frozen and all that would do to you and would be really, really hard to bring resuscitate somebody. Yeah, that was your favorite part.
1: Was there any that the, for her? the scene where she came back to life was my favorite scene in the entire movie. It was so excruciatingly long like, not excruciating, like, oh my god, I'm watching this, but like, it's just like how it made you feel like you're waiting and you're like, okay, any moment she can come back and she's not. And Ed Harris is just amazing in the yeah, scene. Yeah, he really is like, really good. I don't know. It was just he awesome. Mind. Yeah, it really, I remember was, why I liked Ed Harris. Runner up to that was uh I forget the guy's name and earlier in the movie he's talking about how he's gonna kick the the Navy SEALs asses or whatever he's like, Oh don't start with that, you could have been contender, whatever. Oh, uh, he's like, Yeah you know what they call this the hammer. And then later on, um the the lead Navy SEAL guy who went crazy and he's fighting Ed Harris and you winning know, he's he's him him. winning about choking him out and all of a sudden this guy comes in and just wallops in with that with the fist and sends it flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you're like, literally like cartoonish. Yeah, and you're like, he was telling the truth. That was the hammer. <laughs> oh my god, was that the hammer? Did you see it? I don't know. <laughs> just takes him out with one hit. It was pretty badass. They put a good and
0: he was in there. his underwear. Yeah. In <laughs> his underwear. Sam, your favorite part, man? Uh, I I was really I was really
2: gonna talk about that scene and then talk, but 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 my was gonna make my focal point Be in her boobies instead of like actually her almost dying. I see. Like I
0: really had it all played out. Way, way to take away it.
1: from the artistic genius of the scene. Know. It's, it's so all right. So I'm James Cameron. He has enough money.
0: I don't think the special effects really held up, but I mean the uh, <laughs> the movie itself held up yes, greatly. Yes. The special I mean, effects were fine. No, I don't. Not on I mean, the aliens or there's one other thing the grabber, the uh, hook. The oh. hands, whatever you want to call it.
1: I think it I'm going to say it was fine. I, don't I was, think it's, it. When you reach like up and touch the alien it underwater? They won the Oscar it for
0: it, though. Just best so you know. <laughs> visual cool. effect. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Fourth time, it was fucking amazing. Blown away. You know, wow.
2: When you first saw the big alien under the water, you reached up and touched it.
0: I was just like, I was sold. I was like,
2: these graphics do hold up. What about
0: the scene though, where Ed is? Supposedly almost dead though, and the alien comes and takes his hand, and it's like. (laughs) Well, I mean, that wasn't as good. Not aliens' move. It's fine. Okay, maybe. You don't know these aliens. You know where they come from. (laughs) They might have been from the wrong side of the track. The other ones went to Mars. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Let's see if there's anything special about it. No, they're
3: just kind of saying that you know the special effects that he uses for Terminator 2, which one year later, which are a lot better. They didn't have the CGI. Imagine if they would have. Because they one year see 1, before, they amazing. didn't quite have CGI yet, not the way it was. And then it's amazing. Yeah, the, the look at those two She's movies and see it. how far they advanced. One year one apart. Year, that's, yeah. it. One that's
2: amazing. Huh. So, Matt, have you given any thought to what movie that? Well, hang on. Let's. Uh, what did you guys think about the movie? Oh yeah, our final thoughts of the movie. What your overall rating was, Tim? You chose it. Go for Stars
3: or four stars? Four or five? I can't give it a five. You don't think so? Uh no four to five. It's a great movie. You, I have right here Rotten Tomato. You want that one? Um, uh, well, certified like fresh, eighty-eight percent, and the average count is seven point four out of ten. But I would give it a nine out of ten. I'm giving it as high as I can, but not all the way. Not perfect. It's not perfect. It's right. it's like a movie. The ending, the the water. I mean, there is some of
1: that if you. There's watch some water watch. in the movie. Yeah. And we you're kinda, not. We kind of glanced over the whole. The uh, ending part where right, we just threw that a, overarching feel good theme of the movie right
3: which is what well, do you do think they were Avatar, aliens from outer space like or were they aliens from
2: the Kravis? they were f- why do you say Kravus because it's yeah. Kravus Kravus yes. really I don't know? <laughs> is it Mariana's is, is it Mariana's it? it's just another one of those Krabis. words that you get if Clarence was here he'd be making fun of me about so whatever <laughs> anyway I'm gonna rifle through these papers so say, and, so it's and it's not alright you give it four stars man I'm only gonna give it three okay I was saying like a seven out of ten three and a half out of five you know, whichever yeah. one you're going to. I, like I really, movie. I was really, really happy that I got to watch it again. Since I heard the episode, I remember when, and they talk about it, I've thought about watching it again. But uh, probably wouldn't have if you wouldn't have said that. So I was really, I'm was i really happy to watch it again. So well, anybody who haven't seen it a long time or maybe have never seen that's it... That's what I wanted
0: to say is should I, really, I wouldn't watch it again unless no, I have re- a reason to. That's no, the point. So I like undone. it, but
1: I don't like it a lot. <laughs> what do you think, man? I'm going to go... 3.5 out of 5 I really enjoyed the movie I'm glad that I watched it again I could watch it again Maybe in a couple of years A um, so little bit of the acting Kind of bothered me A little off But um, The Marines basically Yes exactly Just not a very good job there were Navy SEALs. Especially, uh... <laughs> and that explains Navy a lot. No, just but, <laughs> the leader's <laughs> little crony, he was so cartoonish and ridiculous, and he, and he, all of a sudden he had a headband on at one point, carrying his gun like a friggin' NES character or something. Like, what's happening here? Really, That's awesome. It was probably James Cameron. Cameron. I think it was probably Cameron a probably to Aliens was, it was, it was James Cameron probably a little bullwhip saying, more. more
2: cartoony, more Daffy Duck! and telling I, he I he really, really enjoyed
1: write. it, and then, uh, especially that scene that we all... So much. I think it was. I mean, what scene was that? Where they're bringing her back to life, or whatever. Oh, her boobs. Mm, you know. But gotcha. I mean, that I, I gave it an extra half point. It's just, a sci-fi that, movie that women can watch too, sure. and yeah. really
3: enjoy it for not being. Because sometimes our sci—I love sci-fi. Some hero. of them can be like, "Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not necessarily chick-friendly,
0: but Sam, what do you think? It, like oh, I, I
3: pretty much gave mine
2: right after Tim. Uh, yeah, three and a half. I'm really happy to watch it again. I recommend anyone went to see it, if you haven't. For
0: sure. Matt, what's what's up next week, man? What we Next week, I'm
1: going to go with a movie called uh, Old Boy. Old okay. Boy. Have you seen it? No. It's a uh, s- Old Boy. Old Boy. It's a South Korean movie. No. Uh, you can fi- Is that Mel Nudity? I've seen this on Netflix. Yes, you can find it on Netflix. Netflix does have the dub version. I have... I have the I have I have the I want, DVD I the if anyone the wants, the wants to borrow. So what they're going to send you is the dub version. No, well if the street they have it for streaming too, and that's the dub version. Oh really? If they it's send really it better. to you, you'll thanks for picking a movie that's on the streaming. Mode. Yes, I I was awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <And laughs> that. Then, about
2: this and then and then I have it. Tell like, us a little bit about the movie. What can we expect?
1: I'm just going to tell you the basic premise. The basic premise is why you chose it. Why I chose it is one of my favorite movies ever, and it's a foreign movie, and. Thank I mean, you for picking a I love I think movies. a lot of people don't really seek out and watch foreign movies. So, that's the movie right there. And, uh... <laughs> what genre? It's kind of like mystery action thriller. Mystery? Okay. But... Thriller? Basically, the premise is, this guy, uh... One night, he's kidnapped, he wakes up, he's in prison for 15 years, doesn't know who's doing it, why they're doing it. One day, he's, he's just let go. Released, and they're like, okay, you have, uh... You get exactly what it is, like, two days to figure out why, who did this to you and why, or we're going to kill you. Okay. And uh, very, very good movie. Love it. All right, so let's move right into Factor Fiction. I think it's Matt's turn to go first. Yeah, absolutely. My turn to go first. Okay.
3: Yeah, last time you blew a dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, if I
2: heard is it properly. Like no, wait, Last wait, wait, night or wait. last week? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Anyway. So, before I moved to Oklahoma, I was in fourth grade. I lived in Kansas. I lived in a little town called Altavis, Kansas. Um, My dad was in the Army. He was stationed at uh, Fort Riley in uh, Manhattan. And uh, Manhattan has this zoo called the Sunset Zoo. And uh, we'd go there every once in a while, whatever. It was fun. Well, we had some family come in. My dad's side of the family, my aunt and cousins and all of them came in. We were all going to go to the zoo. Happy, happy, go lucky. So we go to the zoo. Had a grand old time. Well, when we'd go to the zoo, we'd always take these candies and uh, feed them to the monkeys. They are like. Wait, what, candies? Candies. Okay. You know, like. I just went here. Ginger bits? No, more like uh, those little turd looking things. Oh, it's like raisins. Gummy, gummy orbs. orbs? No. You mean, you mean it's like, like Tootsie like rolls. Like tootsie to- rolls or caramels. Just whatever we had. We'd take candies and we'd throw them in the little cage with the monkeys, but we wouldn't wrap them. They'd have wrappers because they would, the monkeys would get them and unwrap them and they'd come up and. Born shit. It's funny. It's just monkeys. and shit. Monkeys are funny, dude. Anyway, they unwrap them and stuff. Well, we're all doing that and having a grand old time. My fucking dad's doing whatever, drinking a beer, not worried about us. But whoa, what? Beer um, anyway, I I he wasn't don't. really drinking a beer. He's just okay. like, I mean, he was probably drunk from the previous day. But <laughs> I've been to the zoo many times and I've never seen a beer <laughs> booth. Oh, believe me, an alcoholic can sneak a beer into a zoo No no, problem Yeah, they don't check you at all But anyway So we're doing that, we're throwing them Well, I threw this Jolly Rancher caramel or whatever the fuck it was And it kind of landed off to the thing They had a little bit of a railing, but it wasn't much And uh, it was like partitioned off There was a railing and then a little space Maybe like a two foot space or something Between that and like this little monkey cage Well, I threw this Jolly Rancher whatever the fuck it was And it landed, like, short, And there's this monkey trying to get it. So I run over there, and I decide to go to pick it up. But I go to pick it up, and I get it. And these fucking monkeys, like, jump on the cage, and they're, like, reaching through it. And they, like, grab me. And I'm, like, six years old, six or seven, something like that. And I'm, like, fucking freaking out, trying to get away. And these monkeys, like, grab me, and they're clawing my face and shit. And my cousins are laughing at me. They think it's funny. But I can't get away because monkeys are strong as fuck. <laughs> yes, Even are. though when you're think, six you and get, seven, yeah, you get no, a group, they're strong. Yeah, man get, you get a group of monkeys together, they're gonna fuck your world up. Well, they're pissed off. I don't know why, but they're like screeching and calling and clawing at my eyes. And these zoo workers come in. They come in and they're like throwing them off. I guess I don't know. And because I can hear all this commotion, fucking throwing them off and stuff. And I guess they keep coming back. So these monkeys clawing my eyes and shit, and they're all laughing. And they finally get all the monkeys off me. I'm fucking bleeding and got, like, monkey scratches all over me. And so they have, like, the monkey guy come. He's like, yeah, you probably need to go get a tetanus shot and all that. So after being accosted by the monkeys, I got to go to the doctor and get a fucking tetanus shot. It was one of the worst days of my entire life, and everybody laughed at me. And that's pretty much it. You were molested by a monkey. I was molested by monkeys. Can you imagine? Yeah, they, they wipe their own ass with <laughs> their hands. Yeah, yeah like, gig yeah. big was, a bat my <laughs> <laughs> like, eyes uh, were red and swollen and ugh. no, not good. I, I did get out of freeze. school. I did get out of school. Yeah, monkey bacteria. All <laughs> all <laughs> dude, dude, you're you outbreak. Virus, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dang it, we've we'll, we'll both made the same <laughs> reference really at the same time. <laughs> anyway, so um, that's my story. And Matt's picture image, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the image of Dustin Hoffman, will be replaced by Al Pacino. <laughs> 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 oh, that's foreshadowing, baby. Yeah. Uh. You told that with such certainty and everything. I've It was so long many ago. Questions I don't have any questions, really. Uh, I really want to know what kind of monkeys, but he won't know. I really want to know what, I, ki- what zoo it was. But Sunset
1: Zoo. Okay. Remember okay. I said that? Yeah, you did yeah. say that. Right, I've, been, right, been, I've never right, been there, so I, I can't base anything on <laughs> that. likes to drink, apparently. They have beers there, so I'm going to have
2: to go with fiction because of the beer. They don't, I don't serve beer at zoos, otherwise everyone would go to the zoo. <laughs> um, where
3: was your mom? She wasn't there.
2: It was, was my dad's hurt.
1: side of the family. I don't. Yeah, my mom's kind of harsh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dang.
3: It's it's pretty good. That's I'm gonna go. I did this last time. I'm gonna go fact again though. I'm gonna go fact. I like it because he, he said he went to the hospital and all that, and he
0: would get Actually, shots. hurt you You would get a lot more where shots it it hurt was. the most of in the eyes, like in the corners. They didn't, didn't get like the, I was closing you know, my was eyes most of the, the, the time. So they didn't get, get in the they eyes, but carry. like
1: at the corners of the eyes. Yeah, it was rough. And Other like, an scabs, they like scabbed up, like coming out from my eyes. So like everyone in school made fun of me. And did you look like a robber? I guess you could get hepatitis from monkey. Like a raccoon? They wear robber masks? <laughs> hey,
3: anyway, my gosh. I'm
0: going to call fact, but only because I just googled Manhattan Zoo in Kansas to make sure it was existing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Matt lived
2: there. He brought bunch of that zoo. doesn't mean he was molested by a gaggle of monkeys.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I'm still going to say fact, though. What is a Matt? It is fiction. Never happened. I was told this story Choo-choo by somebody baby. else, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it was one of the funniest stories I ever heard because the icing on the cake was that he had to get a tetanus shot, and I found that hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to keep guessing facts <laughs> And then he went to McDonald's
2: afterwards you went to the drive-thru And they forgot the prize in his Happy Bill <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just went over and shot himself in the mouth <laughs> And Whoa. six One, yeah. one and time six. My, cousin, <laughs> sh- my cousin
1: shot himself in the heart And he was
4: in <laughs> 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 this, is this, this, is fact. this
1: is a fact No, it kind of has to do it This is a fact? Oh, okay And he was, and he was in the hospital recovering and stuff And I went with my uncle to McDonald's and we went through the drive-thru and he's like, yeah, my son shot himself and is in the hospital. <laughs> Think we can get some extra toys? And he gave us, like, a handful of McDonald's toys. That's but my ridiculous. cousin was, like, 22, so... <laughs> he, therefore, <laughs> was he was cool. right at the right age to enjoy them
2: again, <laughs> if you ask me. It was pretty sick. That's crazy. Amazing. I knew a guy that... Well, that might be a good fact to picture for the future, so I'll <laughs> say that. Um,
1: <laughs> so basically, it's gonna be...
2: I, I'm gonna go next since I'm to the left. Uh, when I was the ages of like fourteen to, 16, you're saying Beyonce, by the way, just fourteen to sixteen, seventeen. You just knew it was Beyonce, by the way. <laughs>
3: Josh, you didn't know say
2: Beyonce. <laughs> How did you know that's Beyonce, Josh? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Anyways, when I was like fourteen through seventeen, I did a lot of skating, uh, and I used to skate around town everywhere. And uh, I had a buddy who lived a good, probably three fourths of a mile away from me, and I would often skate to his house to see all the cool Does stuff. His Jerry. It was uh, Tim Short, actually.
3: Oh, I do know that person.
2: Yeah, I knew you did, but that's not that's not the point okay. here. And I, I would skate to his house daily, and uh, almost daily during the summer. And he lived on kind of like a pri- It was a private road, Cedar. It, there's still signs of this that calls it private, I think. I don't remember. They'd it, it, have to go down this road. And this was, since it was a private road, there was a lot of children. They would always be out playing and whatnot. And, well, one it was late one evening. I was trying to get home, like 7, 8 o'clock. It, was, it wasn't quite dark, but it was almost there. And uh, I was about to turn on to Hartford from Cedar. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I, and, uh, I see this little girl riding her bike. And this truck just comes whipping around the corner. Literally, I've never seen anything like this, hits, runs directly into this little girl, like, broadsider. She was just turned, and it broadsided the little girl, and she rolled, like, six, seven times on this bike. This girl had to have been, like, four years old. And I stood there. I was maybe ten yards away as this happened, and uh, and I was just so shocked. I was kind of, like, skating backwards at the time, and I hit a parked vehicle and everything and fell down myself, because I had no idea what to do. The truck sat there for... It seemed like forever before someone got out when running up to the little girl. There was n- there was nothing else but little, other little kids around. No one really saw it. It happened right before their eyes like I did. And... Uh, basically, I don't know how fast the truck was going, but this, like I said, the girl went flying. Rolled a bunch and... It was just like probably... Right as the lady who was driving... Because it was obviously a woman driving. Uh, driving the <laughs> truck... Uh, ran up to the girl The girl just got up Got on her bike And just paddled home She didn't have a helmet Guards with on her With internal anything.
1: injuries She later died Maybe Maybe
2: I just remember I was so shocked and appalled I don't remember going home Because I was just like Oh my god She just got up And walked away from that
1: Hey wait to check on her buddy
2: I, I Like I said I was probably Okay I didn't say how old I was 14 to 16 I was like 14 At to 17 point, I did a lot of skating I was, probably 15. I'm I was probably 15 not saying was <laughs> probably 15 no, I didn't know what to do. I was shocked, and like she when she went away and everything. And the lady in the truck was like, oh, didn't "I didn't. I don't know what she did. I don't know if she went and talked to the parents and everything, or because right. I, I just kind of went on about my own business. And I'm like, well, that's none of my shit.'
3: But uh, there you go. There's my story. I'm gonna go with. Um, i going go with fact only because I watched Lie to Me and. Long like a year or two ago, and when Sam was telling us, every time he went to say, he would look up. Like he would, and they say, when you look up, you're really trying to find a memory. Like you can look to, to find it. <laughs> why?
2: Why are you freaking using? I'm just saying. I'm using, Television learned police skills on me. You looked
3: up instead of left or right or down. When you lie, you look kind of down because it's like a shame thing. You, anyway, but you looked up, and that's a crazy story. But I've never heard you tell that before. So that's why I wanted to say. This is all talking fact.
2: I don't know if I ever told Josh or not, either. Because, like, at that time, I didn't did you prob- see him, I didn't see him to, a lot. He's trying
3: to remember if you've ever told him this stuff before.
0: Cool <laughs> fact.
2: I was, like, in middle school and Josh was in high school, so we didn't hang out a lot those days. But, you know, it was, like, probably Which just hanging a you guys a lot. didn't. Not a lot. We did. For I'll sure, but not a, not a lot. lot. I'm going to call fiction. I'm not
1: buying it. Not buying it one bit. Are you you uh, have to be the odd man. It wouldn't be. It would be boring. If kind of. But we all. I don't think you stood by so. in disbelief after watching a small girl get nailed by a truck and roll forty feet. And
2: it was an extended cab for like fifteen
1: hundred. I remember it was because it was like a, you're trying a too gray. hard to remember details. I did black. air quotes when I said that.
2: <laughs> this story is a fact. Damn it! It's a fact. This is a fact. It happened. Uh, Seriously, like two or three houses, you know that old abandoned gas station right there in the corner of Cedar and Hartford. Probably two, three houses down from that. That's madness. It, it was the, it, it, that image haunts my eye. My a lot about this <laughs> that day, it, and a lot haunts my mind, dude. Seeing that girl just bam roll. There's very few things like, I've seen that just been crazy in my head, and that's one of them. And like the story that I told uh, one other time about a trip down to Dallas and that car getting demolished in front of me and my badass driving. Saving the day and lives all But the same I knew time. that was true
3: I remember that. You guys yeah
2: did. well I didn't tell that story as a fact or fiction I just kind of told that story in the podcast Because it was kind of pertaining to magic and a magic trip um, But that, the, the image of that White mountaineer <laughs> Getting demolished in front of me uh, That's something that will
3: always forever haunt me hmm. Alright um, This week I You know I, I really love video games and video games love you. Play them a lot, and as you know, tonight is the midnight release of Halo Reach. I did see signs for That's that today, actually. And um, so I was talking with my wife Nancy. we were outside, smoking a cigar. This is three days ago, and we were talking about. Is
2: that why you wanted to record early tonight?
3: And we were talking about <laughs> what we were, you know, about you know finances because my wife's a Jew, and so finances <laughs> is something she likes she to said, talk so about a lot. Friendly. And, you know, she really put me to the test, and she was telling me all this stuff I waste money on. And I was like, honey, you're absolutely right. And so two days ago, I sold my Xbox and went into GameStop and canceled my Halo Reach Legendary Edition Xbox with Halo Reach Chrome 2 controllers badass and my Halo Legendary Edition game. Mm. Because there's actually a legendary game you can get. And had to put a friends thing out to everybody on Xbox. So they have like 80 friends that I quit Xbox. And I have a 75,000 gamer score count with 3,600 Microsoft points on it. That I can't use because I sold all my stuff. So there will be no release at midnight. For me. I That's it. That's what I got. Did they deem this
2: game legendary before it was released? This game is epic. No, okay, no, 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 this game. The legendary Halo game that you're in reference to. Did they deem this game mm-hmm. legendary but the before. title. They call it the legendary version, yeah. Oh, that's a, le- that's a version. Okay. I thought it was an it actual comes, Halo legendary. In Halo 3, if you so ever played Halo wrong. 3,
3: there was a piece of armor that you could put on that turned your head on fire. It was actually a chess piece, but your head would be flaming, and it was called the flaming mm-hmm. chess piece. Okay, and only, like, Halo employees had it, and only... There's a gay joke in there so Right, but <laughs> only if you did something really special in the game. I mean, 1% of the people got it, and if you get the legendary Halo and Halo Reach, you get that piece of armor. That's awesome. You'll be a flaming dude running around. <laughs> like me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Josh, you go first on this one. Well, I'm gonna... I'm really gonna hope it's fiction. I, I like... It. That would really be... Not, I don't know, upsetting...
1: Disappointing,
2: Tim is done crazier things. So. Uh, I know. Even similar crazy what? things.
3: What's crazier? What crazy things I'm going to say like,
1: fiction. Though. I've heard you talk about video games before with such passion that I don't believe that you would do such a thing. Past I'm 10. calling
2: facts simply because I wouldn't put it past him to do something like this You don't want to be like the, odd, man, the odd man out. And I don't want to be the odd man out. No, they you both are the Yeah, I, I want to be the one on the opposing side. I, I think you really did this. I would not be surprised. I hope it, didn't.
3: It's a fact. Oh, oh my my God. God. it's done. I stripped because my whole game room. Like they, I had a man cave built solely for video games. Like posters, stacks of games, feel, like, five controllers, right energizers, <laughs> power batteries, special edition, and
0: when you sold all that, did did you sell your balls too?
3: much. Yeah. You're, you're trade It isn't the first. Did time you keep your PS3? Yeah, but time, <laughs> but I, I get really addicted to stuff, and I just want to test myself to see if I can break the addiction. And it, it is. It's it's a lot. You time. won. You can buy your games back now. It's time consuming as all hell. It really. I probably. I planned an Xbox for two years. October fourth would have been my two year anniversary of Xbox Live. You even know that by cool. far, and so you still. <laughs> Marked on his calendar <laughs> I can't believe You did this This is, and, uh, this is Blowing me away man. And then I had Probably like 75 actual days Played on the, Like uh, If you count that By dollars. hours Played On the Xbox <sighs> It takes a lot To get a 75,000 Gamer I, score frick, I actually Didn't get a 75,000 Gamer score I stopped at 74,985 <sighs> I'm disappointed Just stopped
2: there you um, go, guys.
3: That's it. Yeah. My buddies on there. Another for one like, falls. Like, another one like I can't right. get stop getting texts because a lot of these guys can still, you know, you play with them enough, they text you and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. On magic on Yeah, that's this it. Week? Let's get into magic let's, because we don't have like, I, I, have, I know. have the biggest list here. We've got an hour already. What's that mean? What are you insinuating by having the biggest list? Are you compensating for something? Hey, my list is bigger than your list, sir. It just. Well,
2: like, let's,
0: List yes, I do have a deck list. Do you not okay.
3: read your text messages? Yeah, he just kind of looks at it. <laughs> oh, you it. I get him in four, so I read the versions. And... Well, I didn't know
2: if he actually had one or not. I that's all. I talked to Matt a lot, and he didn't talk about a deck list. So okay.
1: I, I wasn't sure. What do you got? All right, my deck list. It's basically the deck that I've been playing with. I played it Friday Night Magic last week. week. Um, How'd you do? I've top-aided. Um, I lost in the top-eight playoffs to the second-place finisher. Who I had previously beaten to get into the top eight. So what were they I was playing? Kind of disappointed. They're playing Red Deck Wins. Ooh, I hate that. But I love Red.
2: Hank. Hank, Hank hate playing.
3: Is it really Red Deck huh? wins? I should be playing.
1: Um, anyway, I never playing. saw him as a Red Deck. Do you deck name guy. it?
3: Does it have a name? My deck?
1: Mm-hmm. No, not right, now. not right now. Okay. Still it's, working. Still, still retooling Ooh. it. All right. so, All right, uh, basically got? nine colors. It's kind of, kind of familiar build. I got two Basilisk collars. Awesome. Two Sword of Vengeance. Th- this is the, the condition that it is in right now in my deck box. Okay. Three Stoneforge Mystics. Three Cunning Spark Mages. Three Fauna Shamans. Three Sacred Wolves. Three Bane Slayer Angels. Three Moldiah Chandlers. Three Birds of Paradise. Four Lightning Bolts. Four Path to Exiles. Two Gideon Juras. One Whisper Silk Cloak. Two Raging Ravines. Two... Uh, Stirring Wild Woods, and uh, three uh, Sunpetal Groves, three Rootbound Crags, and uh, the rest of the base planes. No fetches? And no fetches. So you just
3: ramp mana up and then put out a big creature? No. use Basilisk Caller? No.
1: Basically what I want to do is get out... Punish on him. Well, Punish on Not me. necessarily. huh. am get out Basilisk Collar, Stoneforge Mystic. Get Which out. Um, exactly? Find some equipment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Get that out. Get Basilisk Collar out on the field. Get uh, Cunning Spark Mage out for three. Uh, two colorless, one red. That's your um, Has Haste. Put it out. Equip Basilisk Collar. Kill something. Yeah. Okay. But th- the machine gun. To, to kill stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I want um, Sacred Wolf out on the field with a. Uh, Sword of Vengeance, which Quick does two. And Sword of Vengeance, first strike, Vigilance, Trample, Haste, plus two, plus zero. And Sacred Wolf, three casting costs, two, uh, two colorless, one green, three one. But cannot be the target of spells or abilities your opponent controls. Yes. Love it, super strong, yeah. And if you know, if you get a uh, Sword of Vengeance mm. on him, he's already tough. It's hard to beat a five first striker. And then if you get Bassless Collar on him as well, first strike. With death touch. He's it's it's, it's hard, hard to deal with. It's have every keyword ever. But do yeah. you
3: use you don't use any of the trample stuff to push all the damage. Oh
1: through? no, the uh, sword just gives you trample. <laughs> okay, my bad.
2: one thing I'm noting about this deck. Yes. Right off the bat, is you're completely ready for the rotation. Yes, that's
1: <laughs> purposely done, which
2: is uh, which which just I means tells me you're restricting yourself. What? Fact, oh, I this conversation. Have, if I don't have the cards, I'm adapting. not going to
1: go out and buy the cards when they rotate out in two weeks. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, okay, well, he's I mean, whatever. I, I, I don't know. It's like people if you're who in
3: go bunkers and store it full of food. And okay, stuff, if you're not looking at the past, in the then way. look in
2: the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have I, mean, I, the, I don't have those
0: cards, though. Yeah, I know. Okay. You know, I, Primarily play standard too. We should definitely play. Yes, it that's well, he's what not, I'm interested. He's in. not
2: interested in playing the new extended. I've tried that. Do I've been at that. Do you keep them. your
3: cards,
1: or are you like get rid and start I, with what's now, and you'll move? I'm keeping the old ones. So eventually, I'll play. um In three and a half years, he'll play new extended. Yeah, I I spend enough money on Magic cards right now. I don't want to go through and buy don't magic cards to either. have a competitive extended deck. So I'm just that's fine. Worried so about each own No, that's cool. um did you wanna? else?
2: <laughs> well, the, uh, the the things that I I'm looking at here is uh, the the quantity of artifacts that we have just on the main deck. We got the four here. Uh-huh. Uh Since we're gonna be going into a, a you know a, a heavy artifact, uh buy coming, coming up here in two weeks, or we'll by the time the you guys hear this podcast, here. it's probably gonna be out. So, uh, so we'll we'll see that how much more. Uh, artifacts that we have That may be able to fit in here mm-hmm. But you, But being as that You already got a Four artifacts in your deck It wouldn't be hard To throw a few more in And you could Take advantage of things we Like There'll
0: like also be Artifact hate
2: Yeah There's gonna be Epic Artifact hate Like I'm I'm calling it right now We're probably gonna see Oxidize Or so something, something better that clears all the Or something that clears better the blue. I wouldn't be surprised If we saw Shatter Well we're not gonna see Shatterstorm Because of the stupid Revised policy But uh, maybe Granulate that, I that's a card. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, three casting cost sorcery, destroy all artifacts. That would, that would make sense with the power creep. That would actually be right, right where we're at. So, so perhaps, but whatever. whatever. It's still, there's going to be lots of artifacts, lots of artifact hate. Something you should keep in mind is artifact hate. Maybe something off the board. But he I really love really, the artifact, though. But he has four. That's well, not what, what, really I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at, he also has these three guys right here that are going to seek him out. He also has these three guys right here that'll
1: seek out... Stoneforge Mystics and Farnashama. Yeah, he will seek out the Stoneforge.
2: You can Essentially, with this engine, he can have out as many artifacts as he wants. Have you seen the new Darksteel Axe? Like, yes. I mean, that, that, that's great. New I'm fun. loving that. Because yes. it, it has the Basilisk Color uh, mana curve cost on it. And, well, what I'm really getting at is we got the the, uh, the Lightning Bolt Improvement. Well, I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, one red to do two damage. Like so, it's a shock. But once you hit metalcraft three plus artifacts, it does four damage. Wow. For one red man as an instant Wow. So right there's right there's an obvious improvement, especially in this this future environment. I don't know. Four of those. That that that's like the first thing. Also, Mm -hmm. I don't like Moldai Chandler's. I have that card right there. I realize it's versatile. I realize it's versatile. It can be the. It can be ramp. It can be beatdown Yes. But you don't you don't have control. I don't see anything that you controlling what you need. I don't see him doing what what you need him to do every time you play him. Well, you what him would you switch
0: hand. it up to? What would you want that card to be then?
1: That's what that's the card I've been having trouble. They originally started as the Kazandu Tusk Collar. Or are you gonna go and with another? Well, but another creature, or do you want to talk about a spell?
2: Burn. I think there's a kind of an obvious creature that fits right here, and I know Bat doesn't have it. What is it? Vigified. I don't how big vengerbine is as everybody else i don't i, like I you don't else. even have to like be focused around Vengevine. he's just a better creature for okay. what he does well, for that slot. he plot, doesn't I like it so I said that is he, he just so. needs more range that's, that's the one thing there that this, i've been like
1: baby, said i've been playing baby. with that that thing right there I, I do you have a sideboard for this not right now i had a sideboard that i took in the friday night it was terrible for that. It um, was a better game. The one thing it? I want to change, I want to work Day of Judgment in there. Ooh, I, I figure there. A fourth. You what? Get a fourth. In there? Well, he wrote. down he didn't mention. That's oh. just. I want to put that. Like, if I took out multiple Chandlers and like, or Whisper Silk, take out one lightning bolt, one path, Black. and the Whisper Silk Cloak, put in three Day I figure if I can get my equipment out on the board, clear the board, as soon as I get a creature out, I'm going to have an advantage over my opponent with whatever he played. You know, have a have a Sacred Wolf in hand, clear the board, play Sacred Wolf, equip uh, Sword of Vengeance on him for haste, those Collar that's out there, and start attacking. Here's what I would tell you to do, and it's it's more planning for the future
0: than anything else, is because I, I do believe that Artifact K hey, will be played in a main deck fashion and, and probably three quarters of the decks because of what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want a package where I can take out your Collar your sword of vengeance and your Stoneforge mystic mm-hmm. and your your whisper silk cloak. I want to be able to Ooh. take that out and put something else in. Would you? I am a big fan of whisper silk. I, I you just put it so a one, one up. So aggro more I, creatures, if I, if I, or it'll go, go get like get raw, raw burn and or sword go with more vengeance. control or need something. Yeah, I was playing it depends the depends on what we get on depends on what you're gonna see on bangs Is player. blue coming back? Whisper silk will just win games by itself sometimes.
3: Counterspells and boomerangs.
0: Did you guys see the new
1: counterspell? Yeah. Yes. The metalcraft one. Yeah, gonna it's gonna cancel and then cancel. Then I'd put more burn. Parts. I'd I have know. a I've
3: package th- set up to burn somebody and away. Muldai
1: Chandler's. Has fine been, with that. It's I, been working all right for me. I like the innovation. Yes. and I want you to see you know, it. If trying. you
2: were writing something that would help you control the top card yeah. of your library, the the, crystal the crystal only ball.
1: thing I really have to do that is uh, like Stoneforge Mystic if I have it in hand. As of right and now, the only thing labels. that I would really change, you know, not looking for the future is getting Jura. I don't think I would run.
0: Yeah. I don't. He, he doesn't. He does helped me fit. win a couple times, but yeah. I mean, he's, no, he's, just, he's a completely different
1: strategy. Said, so what would you put in there? In the um, he, a, as of right ball now, ball, I, can, I
0: just use Elspeth. That's what I would use because Elspeth is would? a win condition. The I in Gerald may swing for the win, but he's not a win condition. You know what I
2: think would fit right there a lot better? Sun Titan. Yeah, yeah. Sun Titan would be beautiful. He
1: gets almost everything in your deck right here back. That's true. Yeah. And do, do you think there's a problem uh, playing just three of's in most everything that no. I have? No. I don't think uh, Mike Flores would have a problem with that.
3: I don't. I think it's cool because <laughs> a lot of people are stuck on has to be four, uh-huh. has, to be four has to be four. So, so that's and it. then
1: sideboard. Um, really, the only thing that I, I want to keep in my sideboard that I took last time was uh, Gaia's Revenge. I had in my sideboard. You want, did it work out, out for you? Yes. Yeah, sec- game two, switch out Bane Slayer with Gaia's Revenge. What about Firewalker? It, you see, most people put a you know, they saw Bane on the board, they're boarding in Doomblade and all this other stuff. And then I put Guy's Revenge in, it can't be targeted by Doomblade, all that it has haste. I don't know, I just it, it worked pretty good that game. Um, what's the card? Hey, guy's guy's is Revenge, um, seven casting costs five, eight, is it eight? Five, no. five, five and three green. I thought it
2: was it's eight for an eight, five haste. Can't be the target of not green spells I or anything. I am it was seven.
1: Five. It's Sabbath, too green. That, that, that would be too good. It would be more than two, three dollars. But uh, yeah, for an eight-five haste can't be the target of non-green spells or abilities. From, it can't be countered. And can't be countered. Right. Yeah. So he's just a big. He, he and then as far as the rest of the sideboard, I, I need to put more. Uh, I wanted to put a uh, core Firewalker, Firewalker. and uh, some anti stuff, pretty much. Because last like, game I, I put in basically anti blue white control and i face no one who played anything even remotely resembling blue white control and i feel it cost me a couple games i hate i hate trying to better game sideboard on like, our store i hate it done a lot better
2: i'm always wrong with my sideboard decks <laughs> for the store it's like last time i saw nothing but red so i hate out red with my you sideboard again, not you know, one no, red I'm always deck
3: wrong, man.
2: well <laughs> I,
1: I hadn't really during testing like when i faced aggro and burn and stuff like that I have not really faced a blue-white control deck, so I was kind of worried about how I might do against it, so... What well, I'm going to start doing so now, I'm,
2: I'm going to start, like, for the, uh, my sideboard of the metagame game and m I'm going to start, like, it out, I'm going to just mess with their sideboard. I'm going to give them obvious things, like, obvious threats that they're going to have to board in for. Then I'm going to board out those threats and board it something that's just going to mess with their strategy altogether. Uh, there's the... <coughs> so, uh, anything else on his deck, guys? Are we done there? Okay, there you go. <coughs> Josh, there was a couple things you wanted to bring up. Did you want to go over that real quick?
1: Um, one second. Let um, me pull it up. Go ahead. I, I just wanted here. to state that Guy's Revenge is a seven casting cost creature, <laughs> five Damn colorless, it. two green.
2: Um, <laughs> He's a little better. what I thought, all right. Anyway, Man, there's all these great, awesome green mythics that never get any love, and it bugs the shit out of me.
0: All, all right, to, so I I'm had... going to make the real mythic deck with nothing but green mythics. Watch. I had. A couple things I want to talk about. One was the misscheduling of the uh, boat, boat cruise, and uh, was it a pro tour?
2: Yeah, pro tour. I can't. I, I think it's. I can't remember where the pro tour
0: is being held. Before I get into that, though, and I also want to talk about the great designer search too, which I, I hope you have information on that because I don't. And I want to talk about the uh, new player draw in the top eight. That's kind of boring. <laughs> <Not> really? <laughs> no, we could mention it for sure. It, well, okay, I think we would mentioned it last time. But sort of. Let's go backwards. The new player draw is it only for the Pro Tours or is it for? It, it, it's, it's all for. Are uh, we going to see it at PTQs? Yes. Explain what it is. Um, after Swiss is done, after all the rounds of Swiss is done, um, the top eight. The top eight, the top four people get to choose player draw. <coughs> There's not a dice roll. Whoever goes it. into the round with a higher rating right. gets the, the option. The reason for this was they were trying to prevent people from in, independently drawing—not independently, IDN. In yeah. Like, uh, what the hell does it stand for? <laughs> Intentional draw. Intentional draw. Thank you. Wow, that was really escaping. Um, yeah like, you know when you get into those top tiers and you are like hey we we don't have to win this we've got to have a point for drawing to get into the the top eight and it's to get people to play that that instead of going up. It
2: didn't send them to get didn't do it it didn't really work out, out for them. Time, this time at procher Amsterdam, but give it time, and people will see the more that there's more advantages to it than they think
0: yeah I'd like to keep some statistics on it, watch how it's doing
2: that yeah, that would be interesting,
0: but it, it is for Low level events too. It's not for
2: lower level events. PTQ is not a lower considered lower level event, dude. That's a pro tour qualifier. Right. Um, so it will be. Used. I don't think it'll be affected in most uh, like open series. I don't think it'll be affected in most grand prix. It definitely won't be affected in F and M unless or, your TO chooses it for it to be that way. That's completely up to them. But we will definitely see it from here on out in any pro tour events, worlds, nationals, uh, net queues, states, PTQs, and so forth. Any higher ever, any higher RE events.
0: I don't really want to talk about the Great Designer Church of what it is. Basically, it's they're going to hire somebody to help create magic cards. But I wanted to ask if you guys thought, would that be an enjoyable job to you? Would you actually want to be in the development of that? Because then you don't I really have to play. I would you would be like, like, if I have to play another freaking that's, game of magic
3: today. That's because I, don't, I would love doing that. I would love the workings of magic. Magic is... I'm not a very good player. I'm not... I Neither like was Ken Nagel. I can see how things work, and when I it it's like, wow, that's pretty neat. You really had to think ahead. It's like a suit. I, I don't like comparing it, because chess and magic are totally different, but it's like that. You're facing an opponent that has... It's the same part of your brain. Right, but they have equal skill. Okay, you sit down with two decks. I maybe not equal skill, but they're going to have only so many combinations of beating you, and only so many combinations you can beat them, and it's really the first person who can get that move, to put them in a position that they can't recover from and then they can pull out a surprise move that pushes you back on the defensive or takes away your advantage, and you're trying to beat somebody advantage-wise, and they have the same opportunity as you. And so that way, I think with this um, card designers, I think they'll quit. Combos will be found out a lot faster. I think you're going to have a lot less cards that come out where been. there's been less, right? But yeah, broken or whatever happens. Yeah, yeah
0: combos that win.
2: I, I really like the way the limited resources guy put it recently, uh, that that uh, the, with as far as car design goes and whatnot, oh my god, it derailed. No, I'm, I'm, I was just staring off in the distance, guys. I wasn't staring at anything. I just really derailed what I, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Short-term memory,
2: loss. <is> <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was good, too. You were talking about... Was it Batman? It, it, was, it was reflecting off of what Tim just said. Hmm. Oh, yeah. when going into here we go. You pick up the editing here. Okay, when going into like a decision-making process with uh, magic cards and all, it's not always about thinking about like like your opponent does something that throws you off your plan and everything. Uh, it's about looking at all potential outcomes in this match, knowing knowing the field well enough, saying like he's in these colors, he's playing one of these particular cards. These are all the possible things he could do. Right now, here's my options. Which one is gonna benefit me more? He's like you can do the same thing in poker, like or in chess, especially in chess. Like oh, these are these are all my possible moves. There are only so many moves he can make. Also, right. seeing those potential moves without totally losing to like doing, doing something so stupid yes. it's pointless. And that's what makes a good magic player. Like like all the pros, they'll like seeing you play your lands. They know that they play play tested so much every possible matchup, or hopefully you know going into event the ones that do well. No. All your potential moves that you can make in response to anything that he does, and therefore optimizing. So you see move. a
3: guy that has that kind of knowledge, he becomes a card designer. Is that but, he he no. could, could,
2: and I'm very well. Kent Nagel he was our, he was the, he was the winner of the last Great Designer Search. He was never a pro tour player. He was never a top dog. He wasn't taking down tournaments. He was, he was a Timmy player. He was a casual player. He enjoyed, like, the the, the big-ass creatures, the weird interactions. Yeah, the,
0: uh, the, what is it called? The application to beat this is to actually send in six yeah. or seven cars with, like, two mechanics and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, just like design
0: some cards. Like, yeah. And then they do an interview. It goes farther. That gets yeah. you in the door. you got to have certain schooling and requirements like, they and everything, they to too. Like 10 and um,
3: you, Isn't that how Magic's made now, or it's not? Sort of. Only it's a group of people, instead of so just one guy. Oh, you want
2: there's one a,
0: guy to have control? Well, well
2: there'll be like lead designers and people on your team to design certain design sets. team, yeah. There's design teams for sets, right? And
0: he'll be like, "Well, in this set, here's the theme. Here's what I want to do. Here are the mechanics I want to use." And, and there's that's like, awesome. That's and there's senior overseers that have already like have and certain card designs. And let's make an even amount of cards, and one for each color, and you know things like that. Just gotta stay within his scope balance, of vision. Keep it yeah. within the color pie. Uh, what about you, Matt? Would you want to be? Would this job interest you at all? Like yes, it would. Really? I think, I think it'd be fun.
1: Not I. Not just, just like picking it apart and analyzing everything. and Absolutely. I think it'd be it's trying fun for to a balance short period everything, and yeah, oh, you know, I, I, I,
0: I would miss playing too much. You know, just going to a tournament and playing magic. I mean, you get to play Magic all the time, but you're going to be playing on blank cards. <laughs> you know, that have little just scribbling, writing, like this is what this card does, and it, like that'd be cool for a day for me. I just would never want to do. Yeah, it. yeah,
2: for a short period of time, maybe help design one set and just be able to walk away. Mm-hmm. That I think that that's about as far as I could go. It would take away too much of what Magic is to me now. It'd be something. Oh, there'd be bigger. a lot
3: of burn, maybe. a
1: lot <laughs> of um, burn, it, burn. Are the designers is there <laughs> no <like> counters <laughs> for like Sonic Blasper, every <laughs> color? <laughs> is there like a, Flavor design <laughs> yeah. and then like a mechanic design, like a you know like direction and you I know, like theme. That, yeah, there's you look for an design. undertone or an overtone. Like there's heads
0: of flavor and, and like you'll come in well to you know there's lower they have their lackeys and they all kind of help together. But uh, okay, let's move right into the um. What else did I say? Oh, uh, the the, cruise. Uh, so the scheduling. No, the scheduling of the cruise with the the PT in February. Okay, this will be
2: Magic Cruise number five. If you, for Matt and Tim, I, I don't know if Matt is, but Tim mentioned he wasn't familiar with the Magic Cruise. Uh, it, it's essentially just a cruise that's uh, based somewhat like Magic players could go on, the, and they get to hang out with the designers, uh, people from Wizards, and, known, and members of the Magic community, pro players. There's awesome.
0: always Magic events to play at whatever. Constantly
2: going on. They have all, computer stations set up so you can do online events if you're, you're more comfortable doing that, or you can do live events and everything. And then there's
0: also like three big PCQs on it or yeah. something.
2: Oh, yeah, there's PTQs. They have like events constantly. It's it's really awesome. great, yeah. and and it's the thing, a thing is, five day it, it's a five day cruise, and you can bring your family, and they have family oriented events it's as also, well.
0: Yeah, along with all this magic, it's also a normal all cruise all inclusive. It's a normal cruise. Cruise is except for liquor. And, no
3: liquor is usually not, but they do it on this one. Well, I don't
0: know. I'm
3: just saying it's also a cruise, so yeah. things are available to you. lots and, of shows. Uh, you know the
0: location. The cruise, the There's a water park trip. on top of these boats but they—I think they circled the, a the Cayman
2: <laughs> Islands one time. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> the, so they totally set up the, the, the scheduling for the next cruise and sold all the tickets and everything, but then they—How many months ago was this? A couple months ago, like uh, it, three. It, it's not sold out yet. I know that. How much are the tickets? I'm not sure. I know um, they're fair fair price. I'm gonna be
3: doing a cruise. I can tell you that for $1,200 a person, you can go seven days around the whole Caribbean, and huh. it's all inclusive.
0: That's actually I actually did Okay, anyway let's So you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> Let's I get to a personal mess Anyway Okay,
2: so, so the PT <laughs> They announced a schedule About a week ago And um, it turned out they, they scheduled a PT On the same week And the cruise Is going to be going on So what happened was All the pro players All the designers That aren't going to They are not going On this cruise And all the people That had already purchased Their tickets Are going with their family where the non-refundable tickets <laughs> so the so the even that aside, this is what's really happening. This is what people are bitching about, because that they're they're scheduled and they're going on this cruise. They paid the money, so therefore they're going to go. Not only like half the reasons they're going to be going on the cruise uh, aren't there, they don't get to play in that PTQ season. You got the next three four months of events. You, you don't even get the option. You don't get to go because you can't go to the pro tour. So what's the point of qualifying? You can still go, but you're, it's, it's, the, the real incentive to go is not there. Now,
3: if they don't change the scheduling, what they need to do is just make a they PTQ. They can't change the scheduling. They need to make a PTQ on the boat. Also, make a, a, a pro tour
2: on the boat. <laughs> well, just that ma- would no, no. Be interesting. That would be interesting. Make
3: it on the boat so like, like we're really change sorry. Change the location, but of the, the pro tour to the boat. To the boat. So kind of when
2: because it, yeah, they did say that only like half the tickets were sold. So I mean, if they still have that much room. But approach a facilitation was pro pro the, the way, biggest shows. was the biggest attendance yeah, yeah. for Pro Tour yet. And it had four hundred and ninety some players. So how many people are usually on a cruise boat? Ten Fourteen
3: years? stories you're talking you probably could get twenty five hundred people. Twenty
2: five hundred people? I bet. Like on and a, on everything. a
0: big one. I bet like a medium you'd see around fifteen hundred, maybe even a hundred. They could or do just it. A they could totally do it. Yeah. Maybe in the the future of
2: magic, we're calling it. (laughs) What do you want to talk about, man? Uh, What I have written down here, the most interesting thing, I'll just do this and we can do everything else later, is John Medina of MTG Metagame, last year, a year ago next week, went out on a quest where he was taken, he was unknown, kind of, he had his website, MTG Metagame, and he wrote on it, and that's about it. He decided to go on a quest where he opened one pack. It was right at the release of Rise of Eldrazi. He bought one pack of Rise of the Eldrazi. decided he's going to take only the contents of this pack and in one year's time trade up to a piece of the Power Nine. I thought it was supposed to be a Black Lotus. No, a piece of the Power Nine. It was called Pack to Power.
0: Okay.
2: It was the name of the whole segment. So for a full year, when he opened this pack, he did not get a foil. He did not get anything, Again, mythic, nothing special. His rare, what he had to go on, he, he got a, was a, bear umbra <laughs> he when he when he started this last year or whatever i can't remember the exact date he said september 15th of ne- next year i will i will have my piece of power it, and uh two weeks later he decided to cut out time twister he said time twister is not real power as we be one of the other eight pieces because that would might be too easy so last week he announced he finally got his piece of power
0: does he have a written
2: report how did, of the how did Every week. Down? Every trade is documented on NTG Metagame. Every single trade is documented did and he, on there and explained. Do you think that maybe though he had did kind he of an... Yeah, he would, there was one. little adventures. There was people... Not always. It was usually valued. It was It was explained. Every trade was explained. It was like, I valued this at this. He valued this this. We were wrong, kind of, you know, but whatever. Like, every trade was like a legitimate trade. The person trading him cards was seeking cards that he had and was willing to trade the cards that they did not need for the cards they wanted.
1: But he just... All he had to trade with was this one pack of rides to the Eldrazi. And it's crazy. Okay.
2: A little background himself. on John Medina. John Medina is known throughout um, the Magic community as being the financial guru of Magic cards. He's he's predicted a lot of shit like that, like, that card's awesome, it's going to be great, buy it now because it's going to go up. And he's been wrong about a few things. But he's... He's known to be the authority on magic finance. Shock market of magic cards He on. recently got a job at Star City Games writing on the premium side only like a month ago because of his intuition and whatnot. So uh, all of this, he did this whole article, this whole series is like kind of an educational thing. So people who have trouble trading or want to be a better trader or rely more on trading their cards have a resource, you know, and some of their friends. So uh, he's he doesn't claim that he's a great magic player, but he's a he's a huge collector and just in love with the game. And he and he, and doing this and being successful, he, he has a he got a mox pearl by the way.
3: But he's so renowned, like he. I've kind of seen this in the stock market. Uh, just made me think of this. He can like because he predicts and people listen to him. He There's can drive the price up, though. I know. Actually, if a lot, if, he if can a lot be like, of people are like, oh, he, this is really good, this, and you know, kind of people are like, oh man. But so he's, he's been he wrong.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I know, but you always you know, Gargoyle Castle is his big defeat. He called that card being massive, but and and he went out and he bought a half of them himself and everything, and he claimed he lost like probably sixty bucks on that prediction, like of his own maybe, because he bought them all like at a dollar and then they dropped down to thirty cents, you know. So there you go. I'm just Do saying you he can drive the price.
1: examples
2: of any trades that he did? No. I um I only followed the OMGT taps. They were really good friends with John and Medina, and they always are like, oh, Medina did this, Medina did that, or this is what he traded it, and they, actually, their most recent episode, they did a whole interview with him, and I listened to it today, and that's where I got a lot of this information. And Very he, interesting. Yeah, so I, I knew, especially you guys might find that interesting. It it is, awesome. It's really cool that you did it. And uh, I told Josh about it when he started it about a year ago, and Josh is like, that's ridiculous and foolish. No, no, I know you, I knew you found it interesting. I like, that's really cool. Um, but... Uh, maybe it was Clarence that was really the naysayer. I can't remember. Clarence is the nine. Uh he actually ended up with uh Mox Pearl, an illusionary mask, and like a foil nighthawk. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Something had to, like that. Yeah, four of them. Four of what? Power nine. Oh yeah. yeah. At one point, yes. <laughs> but it uh, was really neat. He ended up with the illusionary mask because he found one on online that Got the Illusionary Mask at a yard sale. They, they did the dream. They found a box of Magic cards at a yard sale. Paid like 10 bucks for it. And I guess that was the best card in it. But still, Illusionary Mask is probably a good $100 card. Like, that's about even ground. Um, where was I going with this? Yes, and he he traded with this guy online. Uh, hundred thirty Sent to him $130 worth of cards from his Pack the Power Binder. Because he ended up having a binder eventually, you know. And the guy sent an Illusionary Mask. And then the the guy that was willing to trade him the pearl for all his other stuff said, okay, I'm ready to trade it. And he was happy with what he had equal value. And so he traded and then got the Illusionary Mask and ended up with those cards. So That's how it all turned out. So way to go, John Medina. Uh, he was really funny. He was like, he, he did it the day before Vintage Champs. And he really wanted to have all of his power to play in that tournament, which he bombed out of, by the way. So he bought all of the other pieces of power because I guess that's just what how this guy rules. Uh, <laughs> to play in the Vintage Champs and didn't get his his Mox Pearl in time and had to borrow one from a friend. <laughs> I was like, oh, the shame having to borrow a Mox Pearl because it's your only piece of power. You might have you pop his like, oh, ass. <laughs> so, so that's that. Uh, you can follow John Medina at MTG Metagame on Twitter. That's about all I know. We're talking about MTGMetagame.com. Huh. Okay. What else, man? Um, I did a quick search today. I went to findmagiccards.com and I was curious how many cards out there had the banding ability. So I typed it in, just the advanced search, just typed in banding. So many cards came up. And uh, one, the reason I'm mentioning, bringing this up right now, you guys are all looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. What? I
0: don't
2: know. Did you (laughs) not know that I was going towards that? No, let's go ahead, go ahead. I only have like two other things here that can wait until later. So, anyways, uh, I found, I looked at other lists and I can't remember exactly. I looked at the number, I didn't write it down how many cards with banding or bands with or had the banding ability on it. But there was one in particular I found that I was not aware of. <coughs> you guys are all familiar with Toleran Academy or Tolera, if you will, the land the ma- uh, from magic. Did you know that they made a land called Tolera? There was a legendary land in Legends called Tolerate. Josh, did you know this? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. I knew that it was a big place like Dominaria and Phyrexia and all that, you know, the, from the magic world and whatnot. They actually made this land. It was a legendary land from Legends and it was it came into play. Nothing happened when it came to play. It's just a land you can tap it for blue mana or you can tap it and during your upkeep remove the banding or bands with other ability from target till end of turn. So you can, with this land, tap it for blue mana, or you can tap it to take banding away from a creature. That's what Cholera <laughs> does. That's what this great, mythical, magical land does. It takes away banding. Just to show you how it all kind of ties together, how banding is the glue that holds our magical world together. But next time, talk about banding.
0: All music for Raiders of the Fairy's Puzzle Box is provided by Hearts for Hire. You can find them on Facebook, Hearts for Hire.